Welcome to the Influential Assistant Podcast, where we spend around 15 minutes together discussing ways to build influence, not only with your executive, but with your entire team. I'm your host, Anna Bean. All right. So hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for the Influential Assistant today. I'm super excited and honored to have my first guest on the show today. I am joined by TJ DeLucia, who is actually one of my personal executives that I have the honor to assist. So thank you for joining me, TJ. I'm so excited to have you here today. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Hey, thanks, Anna. Uh, so as you kind of introduced me, I'm TJ. I'm the COO here at Ingenious. Uh, this is really exciting for me to be able to be on here. And I've you know, Anna listened to several of the podcasts that you put up so far, and I think they've been super enlightening. Um, I am very excited just to kind of have a conversation today. Uh, some stuff about me. I have a three-year-old daughter. I also have a baby boy on the way any minute. So if uh, things get kind of crazy in here in a minute, I will <laughs> just jump out. Um, he is due on January 1st. So we are right near the end of being parents of one and excited to be parents of two. I've uh, been at Ingenious now for over four years and been in the marketing and advertising industry for about 10. So um and man, Anna, what a crazy year it's kind of been. Feels like we've gone to war together in 2020. How how are you holding up? Um, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I think that December's always a rush, right? And so it's been mm-hmm. it's been um not at all boring this month trying to make sure that you and Chris, my other executive, are all tied up for the end of the year, especially with you about to be out for paternity leave. I feel like it's been kind of a mad dash to the finish line, trying to get both of you guys settled in for the end of the year. But it's also been a lot of fun. I feel like we've the three of us have worked really well together. So I don't know. I've I've enjoyed it. What about you? Yeah, it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy year, but I think it's been really exciting to see sort of how everybody on the team has kind of come together uh, on our team in particular. And then, as you said, I feel like this being uh, a year where I'm, I'm learning a lot as an executive, uh, a good one to go under fire and and feel really confident about things going forward. So yeah, nice. I, I think there's a million things that are all happening at the same time, but that's all all good. <laughs> So one of the first questions that I would like to ask you um, is this was your first year having an official assistant assigned to you. Um, So what surprised you most about gaining executive support? Yeah, so and not going to lie, gaining executive support was a little bit difficult for me. Uh, My father, who is an awesome man, kind of raised me to be willing to do all of the dirty work. And if there's a job that needed to be done at any point in time, just to like put, you know, roll your sleeves up and do it. Uh, so it's really, really solid advice kind of when you're going through uh, an exec or an execution role or marriage, like I think about marriage being, wow, you know, something needs to be done, just roll your sleeves up uh, and get it, get it finished. So I guess for me, like the biggest surprise in having an assistant over the past year is I still want to go and do things instead of accepting the help from somebody who really is there to give me all of that support. Um, and so the biggest help for me in growing in that has actually been you, Anna, kind of looking to me or looking at me in the eyes and saying, uh, let me take that from you. Uh, you. You don't need to worry about this anymore uh, and truly letting you handle that. Uh, that instills kind of for me the trust that I need to feel like 
oh, she, she is recognizing kind of what I'm doing and how I'm going about doing it. And not only that, but she's, she's having that conversation with me in a really trustworthy way. Um, so by having those kind of conversations either repeatedly, I think I have been able to see what an executive support could or should look like or what that role should be like um, versus feeling like I need to go in and have my hands in the weeds all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you slowly <laughs> giving me more things to do. Um, I think one of the conversations that you and I had when we first started working together in this capacity, because we've worked together for years, this was the first year that I've actually been your assistant, um, was to explain to you, TJ, let me do things for you. When you let me do things for you, you're letting me do my dream job. And when you don't, right. you're keeping right. those things from me. And I think, I think that a lot of assistants wish that their assist, that their executives would give. Please let me do what I'm here to do. So I appreciate you over time learning that I'm here. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and, and and for all your listeners too, Anna and I worked together for about two and a half years before we kind of assumed these these roles. Um, I kind of worked up in the organization, and me and Anna were definitely colleagues and peers at that time. So, and I would, I would kind of love to spin a question over on you. How, how is that transition from having a colleague or peer into more, more of an executive uh, assistant sort of role with somebody that, that you have been close with? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that question because I feel like a lot of, a lot of assistants, you know, over time, your roles change, right? And so to have someone who you were working side by side with, all of a sudden you're assisting them. And so there is a little bit of subservience there. And, you know, you're, you are the one doing my evals. You're the one managing my right. performance. <laughs> and so all of a sudden you're literally my boss. Um, you know, and I think that as assistants, it would be naive of us to think that nothing's ever going to shift with our role. Um, and so I, th I think that it's important to just kind of keep that, that humble servitude going with everyone kind of in your level. Um, you and I, before I assisted you, we would kind of joke about like, okay, well, someday when you rule the world, I'll be your assistant. Um, but in the back of my mind, you know, I think I always kind of knew that eventually as our company grew, you would need help. And I'm the one who would be poised to help you with that and take on having two executives instead of just the one. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, you know, it is a little bit of a shift. It has been a little bit difficult because before I assisted you, we were able to kind of talk about, you know, really anything um, as far as like, both of us trying to help our CEO stay steady and stay on right, course. Right. Um, and so I do think that over time, those conversations have needed to be a little bit more, you know, making sure that I'm being very respectful. And, and, but I think that honestly, I think that that relationship beforehand helped you receive help faster um, yeah. because we did have a good rapport before then. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's been both both tricky because, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is my boss. I maybe can't rant quite as much as I wanted to <laughs> um, or as I used to. But at the same time, I do think that it was a really good leg up because it helped pre-establish some of that foundational trust. What do you think? Absolutely. I think that that trust was built years before we even got into this kind of relationship. And I think that that 
has been able to play out with us being able to move into this kind of work environment together a lot smoother and actually a lot uh, more even than probably somebody entering as here are defined roles and let's move forward from there um, because there was so much trust built prior to our roles being defined this way. So I completely agree. I, I feel like it's been a very smooth transition, definitely different. And I'm sure that there are other people that have gone through a similar transition can attest to that, that it can feel a little awkward to start. But I would say being really honest and upfront with each other uh, as it starts and as this conversation continues and continuing to check in, hey, how are we doing? I think is very important. Mm -hmm. So tell me about your perspective on executive assisting before you had one versus after. How do you feel like that perspective has shifted? All right. To start off, this is not a reflection on you at all, Anna, because you were an EA before I got before I got here. Um, but I'll be totally honest. I, I think my first impression of an executive assistant is sort of what Hollywood portrays as an executive assistant. What came to mind was Devil Wears Prada, telling someone to go do all of these things in a really curt, unhelpful, unloving manner, um, and you know, picking up my coffee at 85 degrees and making sure all my dry cleaning is done. Uh, so when I was told, hey, you're going to get some executive assistance, I started to sort of get uncomfortable with that because that's not really what I needed. I didn't need someone to help with my personal life. I really needed an assistant for my professional life. Uh, so what I think I've learned out of that is where I need an assistant, and I think where a lot of uh, executive need an assistant is really an extension of my role and having somebody that can go through and have the same voice and talents that I have and extend it throughout the organization. So as a COO, my best reach is with our leadership team, having somebody who can get a level below and really help communicate the vision of the organization through that with a, with a, an executive assistant who comes alongside me uh, has made that incredibly profitable and helpful for the company to have that additional voice. Uh, I don't... Or then there are things, Anna, that like I've surprised myself with. Anna reminds me to eat lunch. And that's okay. <laughs> I do need that. I do need somebody to help me with some of those things. But having that relationship with an assistant that is a lot more uh, organic uh, and being able to have real work conversations with is really helpful in having that role. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, talking about 2020 specifically, it's been a crazy year. Um, what has this year been like for you, not only as an executive with a family, but also as you have helped lead our company? Absolutely. So as I kind of said, I have a three-year-old daughter and baby boy, and I think that this will probably resonate with you as well, being a parent. You know, kind of when the entire house is in chaos and your toddler is yelling for some completely unknown reason and the laundry is finishing up a cycle and you're on your way to do something and you open up the, refrig the refrigerator door and you're standing there looking into the fridge going, okay, why am I here <laughs> looking in the refrigerator? And then you look at the second shelf and there sits the remote control that's in the refrigerator because earlier you had come to the fridge to get some milk you put the remote control in there. That's kind of how I feel like 2020 has felt. There just seems to be so much noise from so many different facets of life that we're in need of our constant attention. 
And we're walking around wondering what the last thing was and simultaneously trying to solve the next problem. There have been 1 million micro decisions this year that we've had to experience and they absolutely bleed into work. So your question really was, how has that impacted how to lead the company? I think realizing that everyone is sitting at the fridge, looking in, going, why am I standing at the fridge? <laughs> and being really honest with that everybody's going through the same thing that I am. Um, so adjusting to be a lot more flexible with people knowing, one, this is a long game we're playing. And knowing that we're all feeling the wear of 2020 and we're now at the recording of this podcast nine months in. Um, and the entire organization is feeling feeling that wear and tear. So how can we kind of come alongside each other to do great work without removing the human element of what 2020 has been? And I think that trying to remind ourselves that that's where we're all at has been important. Yeah. I do want to take a moment and just publicly honor you and my other executive, Chris, because I have watched our industry specifically as executive support um, take some of the collateral damage of 2020 as far as layoffs and furloughs. And I know that I've said this to you guys before, and I even said it to you guys again this morning, but it's been, it's been very humbling um, to work for executives who so value the role of executive support um, that I have I've never once this year had to worry for my position, but I know that not every assistant is in that place. And so on behalf of all the assistants out there who wish that they worked for executives who valued them as much as as much as you guys do, um, thank you. And I just wanted to publicly honor the fact that you guys see the long-term value of having steady help that you can trust and that you can leverage to help um, increase your productivity and increase your reach. So, so on behalf of us, thanks to executives like you <laughs> who care. Well, you're very welcome, but that's not needed. You do an amazing job. And I think that for executives that aren't feeling like their support is actually helping them through this time, I think need to take a deep breath and realize how much that role and supporting roles do play into allowing us to navigate this really well. Uh, and so, yes, I'm really, really thankful that you, you know, show so much appreciation, but I also want to make sure that everybody here knows that that's a very important role and it's not one that should be taken lightly in an organization because it is, it does impact so many different parts of the organization to lose those support roles. Yeah, it would, it would be, it's one of those things that I feel like executives who have, laid their EAs off um, are going to find out quickly how hard it is to retrain or regain that trust back. And so I, I feel for them a little bit because I feel like it's a one unwise decision, but I'm a little bit biased. <laughs> well, absolutely. There are a thousand things that are unnoticed in all support roles of the organization, office manager, executive assistant, customer support, that like I was kind of talking about those micro decisions that are being made even in an organization having consistency, having staff consistency through a situation like this is so important because it's allowing your customers to have a feeling of security. And a lot of your support staff are bringing that security, not only to your clients, but internally for your employees as well. Yeah. So every assistant wants to know how to better be aligned with their executive. Any thoughts on how executive assistants can do this well and kind of become that go-to person for their leaders? Wow, great question. 
so the best way that I feel like you can align with your executive, I feel so weird talking in third person like that. Um, <laughs> but it isn't just to wait for a to-do list and check the boxes in a timely manner. Uh, those things are super helpful and they are noticed by your executive, whether they're saying them or not. Uh, they absolutely feel that to-do list getting done. The things that are going to build trust are the things that Anna, you mentioned a bit in your leading up episode a couple months back, which is instead of waiting kind of for that list to be curated by the executive, get ahead of the list. Uh, what are the things that you already know are going to come up so that when you're asked, you're not only ready to take that on, but you can provide what your solution may look like. Those are the moments that take the relationship up to that next level. The first few times you do that, it's likely going to feel like you're being dismissed and that you're being told what to do instead. That is all knowledge that you're able to get to make a more educated suggestion the next time that it comes up and to be completely on the same page. So I would really recommend like, yes, the first couple of times, this is going to be sort of painful and it's probably going to feel like you're being run over. But every time you have that conversation, you are building these small data points of trust along the way. And as your recommendations become more and more aligned with theirs, they're going to start pushing back less and less and accepting the first time recommendation. So I would definitely lean into that as being a great way to sort of build that up. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to touch on or any parting thoughts that you'd like to share as we close out this year? Absolutely. I guess I, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but thank you to all support staff throughout 2020. It has been a wild year. And whether your executive has told you or not, you have been a crucial part of making that happen. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts to, to be a part of the team of executives and EAs and trying to push the entire organization forward. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, TJ, thank you so much for being with me. I know that my listeners and I both wish you lots of luck as you welcome a new babe into your home. <laughs> we wish you lots of sleep. Um, and uh, yeah, I want to take a moment and just thank my listeners so much for joining me this year. I did not start 2020 planning to start a podcast, um, but through a series of strange events, here we are. And so I thank all of you guys who tune in. I want to thank everyone who's reached out on Instagram and asked me questions and have taken time to meet with me and just talk to me about some of the struggles that they're having. Um, I do want to remind you that if there's anything that I can do to help um, you have a safe place to talk or just need to share or have questions, you can DM me on Instagram. My handle is at annabeam.ea. You can always email me or reach out through the podcast. I would love to hear what you're going through and chat with you. Um, so yeah, I hope that everyone has a happy holidays. And remember, if no one's told you this week, you are crushing it. You're not alone. And I'm here for you. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Influential Assistant Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at The Influential Assistant and leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. Thanks. Thanks.